Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Again, and welcome to Progress Report, updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. My co-host, Gleneva, the one in charge. Believe it or not, she's the one in charge of everything here. She keeps me grounded. She keeps me grounded. She's like, Ivan, you know, people are talking about this. We need to find an answer for this. We need to hear about this. So it ain't all me, guys. This is what partnership looks like. Um, we have with us today, Controller of Inland Revenue. Yeah. Mr. Hobson, how are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, good, good what you guys are doing with the uh, progress report. Uh, thanks for having me as well. Um, we always welcome to get the word out there on IRD and what's happening. So, again, okay. thanks for having me. Welcome. Yeah, it's our pleasure, actually, and we like to get straight into things. True. Um, I'm under strict manners here. <laughs> right, you know, we, you know, we, we have promised that we will try and keep these shows to 20 minutes. Um, but today, I think it's very important as we're going to be looking at GST. Mm-hmm. It is such a pressing matter that we have allotted an extra five minutes for today. So bear with us. We're going to try and get this conversation in mm-hmm. done 25 minutes. Yes. Um, and we can just jump right in and sure. get started. Yes. All right. So, right now we're looking at GST and a lot of persons, business persons, we're going to look at it from a business person perspective first. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of persons are asking, what is the process? If I own a business, what is the process for my business to be GST registered? Okay. So, we encourage um, persons to visit the IRD, come out and speak with our taxpayer um, services staff, and they will guide you through and filling out the form. So the form I'm speaking to, there's a completion of an application form, which is the first step. Um, there are forms F2. F2 is pretty much for a sole trader. So if you're just doing business as a sole trader on your own, right. and then we have an F3 form. Um, that one is for companies and firms and partnerships. That's the one that they will complete. Okay. Um, once that is approved, we will issue a GST certificate. Now, this certificate is very important because that certificate must be displayed within the business in a prominent um, place as you walk in that you're able to know that this business is required to administer GST. Correct. Because, again, we don't want um, businesses telling you, oh, government has GST in place and they're not registered to charge it, but they are charging it to you. And what's happening if they're not registered? They're keeping that GST for themselves, okay. right? So okay. we want consumers to know when they walk in, look out, look for that um, sign, that's, um, sorry, that certificate in the store to know that this business where you are is um, registered for GST. Just a, just a quick thought. Is there, any, is there any thought to having it displayed at the register too? Um, well, that's up for the business. Um, but normally it would be in that area. So when you kind of go up to wherever the cashier okay. um, checkout area is, it okay. should be somewhere on a wall maybe in that area. Um, we could have smaller laminated copies of it as well okay. so that maybe they could have it displayed there um, at the register too so the business could have it there. But definitely they will get an official certificate from us that must be in their business displayed properly. 
So, again, we encourage businesses who have not registered, do come in, speak with a member of the Taxpayer Services, so we could go ahead and get you all registered. Right, and, and on that, is there a deadline um, for the registration of companies and businesses to come in and register for GST? Yes, um, actually, the GST registration um, date is closing off on the 30th of April. So that's the final date to register. However, we realize this is a new tax. Um, we understand that you know persons um, need a little bit more time, so I'm lenient enough to go ahead and extend that time, and I'll have that time extended up until the 15th of May to allow persons to you know get it all together. So we are also coming out. Uh, we'll be visiting businesses who we realize have not registered just to understand what's going on in case they need some help with the forms and walking them through it and getting them uh, properly registered. And again, we encourage you to please come out, see us, and let's get registered and get this um, GST certificate in your um, business so that way when July 1st come, you're ready to administer the GST. Okay, um, if, I, if I can quick, just, uh, just a point here. Um, just so folks would know, because I think what I'm gathering from what you're saying is that you know who should be registered. And this is based on the threshold. That's correct. Okay. So that threshold, and speaking of the threshold, that's 300000 EC dollars. Okay. So yes, we already have a list of all the persons and businesses that should be registered. Okay. Um, thus far, persons have been coming in and registering. Um, but when we realize that we're not hitting or close to that goal, um, actually it's about 600 registrants. Okay. So we have to meet that number. Um, so the further away we are from that, then the more you know we'll be out and trying to reach that number to make sure we get them registered in time. But there's a lot of stuff in place to get. Any plan to publish like an entire list? Right. Yes. So once um, registration is completed, uh -huh. yeah. So by July first, uh, we will have a list published. Okay. Um, that list will be permanently um, found on the inland revenue. So that's ird.gov.ai website. Um, persons could go there and they'll be able to find a list of all businesses that are registered. So they'll be the ones that actually are registered and we have issued them a certificate. Mm -hmm. And as we are updating that list, you know, you always go back to that website and you'll find that there. This might touch on a bit of consumer protection, if, okay. I, if I may yeah. quickly. But mm -hmm. um, what if we find out somebody is charging GST and they're not registered to charge GST? All right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that is a no-no. Right? <laughs> that is a no-no. You know, again, you're not supposed to um, administer or charge the GST because uh -huh. you, you won't be able to get refunds. And if you're charging it and you're not registered, that means you're keeping that. You're right. not passing that back on to the government, which is the way it's supposed to be done. Uh -huh. So, us as consumers, again, we expect you to notify the IRD of such um, actions. Okay. And as well, we are coming out to you know businesses from time to time to look into these um, sort of practices as well. Okay. Uh, we have plans to um, set up a, a hotline where persons could call in, but definitely in the event, mm -hmm. our website, gst.gov.ai, that could be utilized anonymously to send in such um, reports to us, let us know, um, as well as the minister is very keen as well to make sure that you know this tax is administered properly. So, again, I admonish persons to be sure that they are looking out for that certificate, yes. right? Because us as consumers, we are the ones who will be the uh, watchdogs, so to speak, to yeah, know if, you know, persons are, are dealing with us in a fair manner as we are going forward. Right. So, I have a bit of a scenario for you. Mm -hmm. Let's just say we get a new business 
registered in February of next year. Um, they're not projected, so it's a new business. They don't have previous records to go on. They are not um, projected to make to meet that threshold. Okay. Um, but somewhere along the line, they have a product. Someone comes to the island. Some celebrity comes to the island. You know, the product goes viral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're living in the age of everything going yeah. viral. You know, a product goes viral. They exceed that threshold. Mm-hmm. What is the process? Do they then have to go back and retroactively um, register for GST? How, how do they proceed with something like that? Right. Um, so pretty much Section 10.1 of the GST Act, right? It, is, it states that subject to that act, the GST Act, every person who carries on a taxable activity and is not registered, mm-hmm. right? They are required to apply for registration within 15 days of meeting that threshold. So, okay. That that product went viral. They re- from that point now they realize okay I'm gonna cross that three hundred thousand EC mark. Yeah. Fifteen days of mm-hmm. having this knowledge and that knowledge to them, they should come out, come to the IRD and get registered. So, so that way now they could administer GST going forward. This then speaks to quite a bit of voluntary compliance then, mm-hmm. and right. the system, the integrity of the system has to do with the consumer as well as the. Business, the proprietors and the businesses and stuff. So it's on us to make sure that this system works. Correct. And that's how we look at this, yes. You you touch on the word, voluntary compliance. So as much as persons are making it seem like the GST is a draconian piece of act, um, it's far from it. This is strictly the business coming along with us as partners in the um, administration of this GST and administering it in a proper manner. And, you know, we've had these relationships with these businesses, so it's not nothing brand new, just that there's a new text now that is being introduced. So, of course, there are little um, dynamics we have to work out here and there. And in the act, the minister automatically, as well, too, put it in place where he gave gave me a year to be lenient, so to speak, right? And that leniency is not for persons to just take take advantage of it either, right? right? Because we will be vigilant on that. Um, But, however, for us not to come hard right away mm-hmm. as you know a tax administration to just put penalties and fines and go after them okay. we expect their learning curve so we will work with them and walk mm-hmm. through those learning um, curves as well right so another common thing that's coming in and what we are hearing from persons let's just say we have a business that is focused on the export of something like high-end arts, craft. We have we have a number of businesses here that do that do really good, really great work, and you know they market a lot towards tourists. Mm-hmm. Is GST going to be charged on items that are for sale for export? Um, how how does that work for how does that work for both the tourists? How does that work for that business? How do we how do we get around that? Uh, yeah, how do we apply that? Right. So normally, as it is in the GST Act, um, exports are zero rated. So okay. meaning there's no GST charge on exported items. And the ministers um, were keen on this, again, because they're trying to encourage um, our small uh, manufacturing industries, etc., mm-hmm. to try to branch out, think a little bit beyond our borders mm-hmm. to get out there. So to help in that vein, we want to help them to be able to export out their products um, at a you know zero to no cost, so that is zero rated. Now the example you asked about in reference to the tourists. Now the tourists, of course, like all of us, right? They will pay the GST. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Right? So you go to an art gallery, you purchase a piece of art, you will pay GST on that art. However, if the GST paid by that tourist uh, in their course of being on island exceeds 1,000 EC dollars of GST paid, oh. then they could um, put in for a refund to get that GST back. So there will be a form for them to um, go through the process to apply to get that GST back. And this is, again, because they are taking the products off the island, they're exporting it out. Okay. Um, but right there and then at the store, no, they wouldn't just exempt them at the point. They do just like us, consumers. Because, again, the tourists, for this tax, remember, it's everyone who's consuming, uh-huh. right? So even the tourists who are coming are helping to increase in the numbers, not just the locals right. that yeah. are doing the purchasing to help to meet the numbers that we have set for the GST to meet that number. Okay. And the most basic paid. level is, is this why we refer to it as broad-based? Because I never looked at that scenario yeah. before. You know, it, it seems like, okay, yeah. the net is a lot wider right. than we thought. Yes. Because when you yes. think about the GST, you've heard a lot of accommodation tax. But I didn't realize, you know, actually, Ivan, it's on purchases like these. Too. Somebody mm-hmm. goes down to Devonish Art Gallery, buy a nice piece of art. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right. In a way, similar to us when we go to the U.S. Right. 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 If right. we... Right. We say tax, but if you have... Um, you know, a means of, say, you're going to make a, a large purchase, let's say, at Home Depot or something like that, yeah. mm-hmm. and you want to avoid the tax that would come with it, mm-hmm. right? You may have some tax ID number for Angola to let them show that you're moving this product oh. out of America, okay. and then they are able to give you that item um, tax-free. So it's a similar process, right? Um, so again, once it's the 1000 EC dollars of GST that they would have incurred, they're able to um, claim that back. And, and just sorry, just mm-hmm. a little bit for clarity. This is a thousand EC dollars on products that they are taking outside of Anguilla. This is, would not be no, considering right. anything that's consumed on islands. So their accommodation, their services, it, it has to be products oh, that are uh, that are leaving. Good, correctly, okay. correct. Thanks, okay. and thanks for bringing that up. Yes, uh, um, because right, we wouldn't want them to be. Doing grocery shopping and then trying to put back in for the GST from that grocery right, shopping, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, so, products that they, they, they such as the art mm-hmm. and um, different um, memorabilia they may purchase along the way that they may want to um, buy in abundance of and then also get that GST back. So, good. thanks for that um, follow-up. Okay, and I mean, this is this is be the problem. <laughs> when we start talking, all sorts of things does come around. Right, yes. All right, so... <laughs> So I I've never really understood how duty free works when you purchase things at an airport. Is that is that a similar case? Uh, like no, it can be a similar no, case. it's a different. Yeah, because normally it would be either at the airport, at the seaport, and then the items in there automatically will not have the GST at well, all. Does that honest. does that apply to Angola now? Like um, duty free items at the airport? No, they don't have it. Um, but that will be something in the future um, okay. coming along. So. You know, the similarly, the alcohol and the different products, as okay. long as they're in that duty-free zone. On the departure um, side of Right, and then okay. it's all going out. Uh, you purchase those items, you have to show that you have a plane ticket to say right. that you're leaving right. the island yeah. with those products. That's, yeah, that's, that's actually that's, good. I think, yeah. if, I, if I recall correctly, uh, there's a similar setup in Barbados, uh-huh. where if you are shopping, you have to show them either that you're on the cruise or you have right. to show them your passport to show them that you are leaving. Um, yeah, if, if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, um, okay, that's, that's it's, cool. it's been a little while. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just moving along, and mm-hmm. one of the things that in, in my research of the GST bill, mm-hmm. we note that there are some zero rated items. Correct. 
will they how how will consumers know what exactly fall under those zero rated items will there be a list published where will that list be published if there is one yes yes um a comprehensive list of the zero rated and as well as the exempt items um, will be published and they will be published once passed in the house um by the minister um it's, it's safe for me to say right now they would have had discussion around that list mm-hmm. um in a, at executive level mm-hmm. um but again, we have to wait for it to go to the house before um, giving the okay to publish that list. Okay. But once that goes to the house, yes, it will be um, gazetted. All right? So a person will be able to find that in the gazette. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as IRD will publish that list on our website as well and in, in other government um, um, media as well, and the newspaper, etc. Because we want to make sure, again, because this is the first time, we want consumers as well as the um, stores to understand what this list consists of. Right. Because they too have to get their systems ready right. in place to put those items in to make sure that they are being um, treated the right way, zero rated and exempted as they stand. So, July 1st, mm-hmm. June, <laughs> May. we at the end of April now. Yes, sir. April is, April is done. Yes, so, that list yeah. should be forthcoming pretty soon. Yes. And I, I, I take it that the minister will be um, taking this to the House. Um, Within this week, upcoming week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, that's so, so that'll be a passage just now, and then that list okay. will be available. I, I must say, I must say though that um, in jumping ahead, there's a lot of information out there on IRD's website, website. That's about GSD. So that's that's something that that people have to know that they yes. can find supplement to what we're saying. Correct. Yeah. Saying here at, yes. at the website. And, 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 and you can remind us of that website again, just so that in case someone missed yes. it at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So we always encourage persons to you know. At least use ird.gov.ai as your first or your check um, for information that you may hear out there. Because okay. we know a lot of information is out there, persons are saying this and saying that. Right. Because at ird.gov.ai, we have um, guides, we have um, frequently asked questions. Right. And, you know, if again, if you don't see something that you um, are questioned away. about, we only a phone call away phone or email away, away or stop by the office, yeah. and we are ready to assist in any means in that manner. Awesome. So, just looking looking ahead and kind of going back again to some of those zero-rated items, mm-hmm. one of the things that you hear quite often, and I know this was said um, previously when you had some concessions that were given, I note that mm-hmm. I, I would have seen a, a bulletin that there's some concessions given. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the things that persons are concerned about, what process is in, short, in place to ensure that those zero-rated items, the savings from those zero-rated and exempted items are passed on to the consumer. Yes. Um, is there anything in place? Can you speak to that? Yes. Um, the Minister of Finance you know, is very keen on ensuring, because again, we spend a lot of time to come up with this zero-rated list mm-hmm. and exempt items. So, again, it's very keen on ensuring that the savings from these items are passed on to the consumers. Right. So, to that vein, um, they plan on enacting right, some consumer protection legislation to address that, um, to make sure that there's a team, I think it's coming from the economic development side, okay. that we put together to you know, and ensure that this, these items are not being abused. Um, likewise, IRD, it's also our job as compliance and audit right, to um, ensure that these are not being abused as well. So right. from those two angles, mm-hmm. we believe that we have a better um, 
grasp on making sure that you know persons are treating these items in a manner that they should be. So, so let me let me double back a little bit because mm-hmm. I've had instances mm-hmm. <laughs> where I have gone into a certain establishment mm-hmm. and you know you walk up to the counter and all of a sudden they know the price. Mm-hmm. There's no price on this, but they know yeah, the no price. Right. How is it possible? Ah, that's that. That is that is a real, real thing, Ivan. There are a number of entities where the price is not displayed. Will Will the GST Act speak to that? Is there something else that's going to speak to ensuring that prices are um, displayed and that the price that you see displayed the matches the price that you're going yes. to pay when you get to the, the register? That's yeah, because <laughs> you know, is it is it in the US? Like if you go. To the register and the price scan is different to what they give um, you the price on the shelf. They right? give you the price on the shelf. <laughs> oh yeah. wow! Okay, yeah, like, you can argue that. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Because okay. that's what it. That's what yeah. it's all. They advertise it that way. But yeah. a number of businesses don't have their prices. Right. <laughs> no, we understand. Come July the first, because it's a short transition, moving from June to July. To then get all the prices on the shelves change. Right. So we know maybe in the first month. That may be a little um, being walked through. Because, okay. you know, it's going to take a while for, let's say, a big supermarket right. to shut down and do a whole uh, mm-hmm. pricing. Um, but, however, that doesn't mean it's an excuse to say that they're not supposed to. The GST Act specifically states that the prices must be permanently displayed, inclusive of the GST on it as well. So that bottle of water, when you see the price on the shelf, the total price is inclusive of the GST. Then when you get back to the register now, you check that price out on the receipt as well. It will show the cost and then the breakout of the GST on that item. So that way you're able to see exactly. And then, you know, there's no questions asked. Again, because you don't know what the price is on the store. It's showing one on the shelf because it's showing one price and or no price at all. Yeah. And, right? and then you have to, because sometimes what I do, I might grab three or four of the items, take them up just to get the person to scan it and let me know, hey, what's the price? So that way I could choose based on my pocket, the one that I can afford, <laughs> right? right. right? I may grab one and then we'll get there and get a surprise and realize that, oh, you left one at, you know, because again, we are, we are checking prices. Right. Yeah. And again, we um, stress for persons to also do a shopping around, you know, make sure you shop around, understand how the prices are in different places. Um, because it, it, it as the consumers who are driving this, right? <laughs> yeah, we are and, driving this. And, and again, you know, we spoke about this um, previous episode, but yeah. we we know with inflation, our dollars aren't dollaring anymore, yeah, and so you know, our dollars aren't dollaring anymore, and so and we have to and we have to get bang for buck, yeah. um, and so shopping around is it's, important. It is important. Ivan, our time is quickly. Winding down, but we have some important topics that we really need to get to. So mm-hmm. we're gonna just try and get through these. So GST will repeal a number of taxes. Mm-hmm. First, can you tell us what those taxes are, just so that everyone is aware? And then, can you speak to the compliance rate of those taxes currently? Because yes. I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. So there's five of them: accommodation tax, um, environmental levy, mm-hmm. and the interim goods tax. Mm-hmm. As well as IGT mm-hmm. and the one that we charge on our um, mobile communication. Communication, right. Mm-hmm. right? That one almost slipped me. Yes. <laughs> so those are the five that will be repealed um, once GST come into play. Now, accommodation tax. Um, we have been doing good because we've added a lot more um, ramp up our complaints in that area. So for that one, we are right now up to about eighty percent. We brought it up tremendously. 
And you'd notice that from here and the numbers out there too, that, you know, you've heard we um, have um, high revenues and accommodation tax of late. And that's um, definitely due to our um, compliance that we are putting out there. I, I, I got I got I'm, I'm watching the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the clock, but that twenty percent, like what can that possibly equate to a dollar figure for us if we get a little bit more compliance, if we yeah. get up to ninety yeah. percent? Yes. Um we've we 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 pass our projections. Um so that's bringing in a surplus. So definitely Ooh. we get the hundred percent. Um, we're doing pretty well off. And, and, and would this be like uh, the smaller properties, Airbnbs, that type of stuff that we, we see? Right. Yeah, you might see a little bit more um, non-compliance from a few of the some of the smaller properties. Some of the larger ones too here and there. But like I said, we have um, put our presence a little bit more out there now. Uh -huh. So we notice the compliance has shifted and uh -huh. they've been a little more compliant. And they understand the need for that compliance uh -huh. and the filings and everything else is coming in untimely as well. Okay. Uh, that has been the problem as well. Just I, late I, I ask this too because um, this beautiful lady next to me, she is strict on this stuff. <laughs> Doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> we, are, we are. We are. We are. So can you go after GST that wasn't um, not conversation tax, tax yes. that wasn't um, thing after GST. Definitely, yes, okay. definitely. Okay. So we are still able to collect our um, accommodation tax. Even once the GST rolls in, in accommodation tax, we have three years back that we could make oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so, good. yeah, so we're going to make sure that, you know, all that is um, accounted for mm. before the GST is rolled out to make okay. sure that we hit Okay, that's numbers. good. I got my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's good to know. So, just so that we are clear, you're saying mm -hmm. we are about 80% accommodation tax. What um, about the others? Yeah, the environmental levy, that's 100%. The reason is, again, because the environmental levy is paid on your bill at Angley. Okay. So, once you pay a bill, then that, that environmental ah. levy is being collected. Similarly, for the uh, communication tax, right. you digital, digital flow, uh, flow etc. You, right. your the customer. Once right. that customer pays that bill, yeah. then that is collected right off the bat. Okay. Now, one of the troublesome ones that we've had is the public entertainment tax. Aye, aye, aye. Complaints on that one was almost non-existent. It's shame to say, but yes, that was the case. Um, Twenty fifteen would have probably been one of the last uh, only payments received in that tax. <laughs> Right again. This, this this would cover things like just shows and you know. So right, the reason the two behind of it, um, impossible to put on certain shows if they in collaboration with government, perhaps they would you know rightfully so ask for an exemption from the tax. Mm -hmm. okay. Right, um, the football. Um, if I have ticket sales mm -hmm. again because it's a social event, right. they too may you know put in for um, exemption. So I think the exemptions is what kind of hamper that. But however. Going forward, the GST, um, because, again, they're able to do the um, claims back for the right. GST. Uh -huh. um, so paying the GST, um, us now, as consumers, yeah. again, we're going to those shows. On the ticket sales, we will be paying on those um, tickets going forward. Right. So come July, um, during our carnival season, we will probably notice <laughs> now a little uh, increase of that 13% showing up on our tickets ah, for gotcha. the different gotcha. um, events gotcha. that we would be going to. But it's the consumer that's going to be paying that, not necessarily the promoter. That's correct. So right. GST is not a tax on the business. So it's never a tax it's on the business. It's a right. uh, consumption, consumption tax. It's okay. charged to the consumer. So I can expect that my 
O'Leary. My eyes wide shut to yes. get into the past. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. A little bit more. Don't, 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 don't come after me, O'Leary. I'm, 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 coming, I'm coming to eyes wide shut. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll pay my additional 14%. Hey, it's, it's, you have to free up yourself. We've been, we've been locked down for a little while. Everybody needs it. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yes. Everybody Free it up. So, you spoke a little bit, and I think we're going to wrap up just with this one. You spoke a little bit about you know, ramping up your compliance, mm-hmm. needing that additional. How does that carry over to your staff? You know, um, what does the current staff complement? Is it enough? Do you need more? Um, where do we go from here with that? Well, staff, you know, people are always going to say, oh, government bringing in a tax to bring on bigger, make government bigger, yeah. add on more staff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but my feeling is you could never really have enough staff. Right. No, in all honesty, IRD has been operating... Um, beer bones. Beer bones. Beer bones. 29 staff. And wow. we administer... Uh, we're responsible for 10 unique taxes. I thought, you know, to be honest, I thought it was more than that. <laughs> but now that you say it, I like scan quickly. Right. And I've seen the yeah. same people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. And those mm-hmm. persons are stretched in different areas too because we have to utilize them Maybe that based on what we have. But <laughs> 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 you may think the treasurer staff yeah, is part of our staff yeah. too. But that's no. exactly what yeah. they're not. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not. Right. right. Wow. So, that's 29. However, um, we have a few positions. These Some positions too are... Uh, not regularized as well. So we would have had it um, on our budget to fill certain positions, but it would never fill. Okay. Um, so I would have gone through and um, sit with public administration to go over our, our whole organizational chart right. um, to get us properly set up for the administration of the IRD as we reform our taxes going forward. So not just a GST thing. This is not about GST. Right. It's about IRD, how it was structured all along, yeah. needing to really come up and even this little bit of coming up that I'm speaking about uh-huh. is not truly really putting us to a point of the compliment that we should have okay. based on, I mentioned, those taxes that we administer. But nonetheless, we're going to do our best with what we're getting. So um, um, I have been given the authority by the deputy governor, uh-huh. um, the total compliment going forward. I'll, I'll be introducing um, 12 positions to complete. Uh-huh. Again, those will kind of happen from within first, and then others will be advertised at um, higher levels where you cannot fill it there. You said something, and I, I know we are literally out of time, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but you said something, I want to make sure that I caught it correctly. Mm-hmm. You said that this was already budgeted for. That's correct. Yeah, okay. so it's not okay. something new now that we're going out there to inflate our budget on. Exactly. Okay. That's right? A, that's so, important. Yeah. yeah, so that is already budgeted for us, so I'm not, you know, inflating okay. my budget no, that's no way. Um, just getting the actual bodies in place. Okay. But along with the bodies, we have technology. Right. Right? So we're going to utilize our technology a lot more because um, we're now taking a new approach. Where the IRD is going at risk-based um, assessments. So that's the okay. way we're going to do it. Um, so it's not always about um, persons showing up and out there. You know, we could sit at the office and do a lot of this, the work yeah. from the office and, at, you know, um, do some risk analysis, identify who's probably going to fall um, out of compliance, you know, yeah. try to reach out to them early enough to address that. So we at IRD, we continue to search for and implement new ways going forward for us to bring greater value to our customers. And who are our customers? All of us here, right? The citizens of Anguilla. Exactly. And that's who it's all about, and that's our approach going forward. This has been enlightening. This has been excellent, informative. Thank you so much, Lani, for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for just educating us a little bit more yes. um, on this whole GST 
um, implementation of what we can expect. I, I definitely hope that we can have you back at some point. Uh, another component of your staff yes. at IRD because this is conversation that people need to hear. Yes. And while I'm on that, I want to thank uh, the folks for the positive comments, the excellent feedback, um, the, the constructive criticism thus far of the program. Mm -hmm. We are a work in progress. <laughs> I am a work in progress. Really. We are, you, we are. you would have no idea how much um, when Eva just keeps me in check. She's like, okay, Ivan. Okay, Ivan. Okay, Ivan. That happens behind uh, behind the scenes. Maybe we might, maybe we might publish some of the behind the scenes. Uh, um, the preparation <laughs> stuff. No, no, no. Come on, Ivan. But um, it's, I think this is needed. Yeah. Um, that's what I keep hearing. I am happy that persons are appreciative of it. Yeah. We just want to bring it unfiltered. We want to bring it on better. We want to give government, not just the ministers, yes, but yes, the yes, department yes. heads, the PSs, persons affiliated are doing anything with government yes. for the people, doing anything for the people. So we can see the youth parliament on this show and those type of things, you know, yes. um, because we want to have that conversation. Yeah. I think that's has, that's what has been missing. I'm happy that we have this forum. So thank you for having that conversation. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Because again, information is power. So yes. the progress yes. report, I mean, thank you. you're doing a good job at, at what you're doing as well. Getting the information out to the people. Because again, right. once you inform people, they're empowered. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. thanks for that empowerment as well. All right. And on the topic as well, yes, I'll have um, IRD staff to follow up because again because we're doing our registration drive okay. so we'll you know bring them out to sit with you as well to yeah, we do give next. you an um, update on how that's going she gave me a look already but you got that look just but we will, de we will definitely have you back before problem, before July 1st before yes, the road definitely, out definitely. Ivan is Ivan is really trying to take me to <laughs> but this has been this has been an excellent excellent episode of Progress Report we thank you for being here. We thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. All right. Yes. All right.